It's February 21st, 2024. I'm your host, Scott Slay, and you're listening to Sky High Security Cloudcast. In this two-part episode, we're taking a look at cybersecurity and artificial intelligence in movies and TV to see how accurately these cinematic portrayals reflect reality. We're separating the fact from the fiction and finding out if there are real-world consequences to the way these themes are depicted on screen. From horribly inaccurate hacking scenarios to depictions of AI that actually influence public policy, join us as we unravel the truth behind the pixels and explore the impact of these narratives beyond the silver screen. In this episode, we decrypt cybersecurity on the silver screen, dissecting iconic scenes, debunking common myths, and the exploration of real-world consequences of Hollywood's cyber narratives. From realistic depictions of hacking in Mr. Robot to Lex's not-so-implausible 3D Unix system interface in Jurassic Park, we'll separate fact from fiction and examine the impact these portrayals have had on public perception and awareness. Hollywood has long been fascinated with the idea of hackers as masterminds capable of breaching even the most secure systems with a few keystrokes. We've seen this in films like Hackers, Swordfish, and the iconic War Games. These portrayals often involve exaggerated depictions of hacking techniques, with hackers navigating flashy, futuristic interfaces and bypassing security measures with ease. It's easy to pick these movies apart through the lens of hindsight, but on the whole, are they really that unrealistic? It, it totally varies across the entire spectrum. You know, there's some realism in some of the cybersecurity in some of the movies, and then, of course, there's a lot of science fiction. Dan Meacham is the Vice President of Security Operations for Legendary Entertainment, which gives him a unique perspective on Hollywood's depictions of cybersecurity. It's not as bad as you think it is. I mean, it's it could be worse because I'll, there are times when we watch shows and movies that are filmed where we live, and they say it's a totally different city or a different country, and you're like, no, wait, that's the pizza place that we eat at. And it just kind of throws you off and everything else, and it kind of distracts you from the whole movie. And there's been some things like that when you look at some of the cybersecurity components where, you know, they use an IP address, an IP4 address that, you know, starts in the 400s. And, you know, most of our technologists realize that, you know, it's zero to, you know, 255. There's no way that you can have a 417 dot whatever IP address. And so that is somewhat of a distraction on some of the different things. But there have been some cases where in the, the cyberspace that are, are represented are incredibly accurate. Uh, but you have to be sensitive that you don't have copycats or replays or somebody who wasn't aware of that type of faculty or that type of hack is out there and then tries to um, replicate or, or in, you know duplicate those different types of efforts. I mean, a, a great example, and this is going to date myself, Scott, I apologize. But uh, the movie War Games, where uh, Matthew Broderick's character ended up unscrewing the telephone to, you know, use a soda pop top in order to short circuit to get a long distance call on the payphone. The 1983 movie War Games, starring Matthew Broderick, was one of the first movies to focus on a cybersecurity crisis and set the tone for portrayals of hacking on film for years to come. Um, That never worked. And as soon as it made it into the movie, everybody was trying it all through that, that time period. And it was, it was, 
it reached so much havoc with the phone companies that they started super gluing the headsets so nobody could unscrew it. And the freakers were the ones that actually realized how they could do that and could blow Captain Crunch whistle to actually trip the system in order to get the, the free calls. The portrayal of hacking and cyber threats in war games was groundbreaking for its time and remains influential in shaping popular perceptions of cybersecurity. The film highlighted the vulnerability of computer systems to unauthorized access and the potential consequences of cyber attacks, including the risk of nuclear war. While some aspects of the hacking depicted in the movie may seem outdated by today's standards, such as the dial-up modems and outdated computer interfaces, the core themes of cybersecurity remain relevant. In terms of real-world impact, war games contributed to increased awareness of cybersecurity issues among the general public and policymakers. The film sparked conversations about the importance of securing computer systems and protecting against potential cyber threats particularly in critical infrastructure and government agencies. Additionally, the movie prompted discussions about the ethical and legal implications of hacking, as well as the need for international cooperation to address emerging cyber threats. Public service announcement, never leave your password written down on a piece of paper on your desk. And so when we look at some of the different things that are in, you know, not just movies, but also in television, and some of the other different pieces, um, there's a whole wide range. Like when you look at Mr. Robot um, as a great series, there's a lot of interesting things that go through there, or we watch the movie like Sneakers and so forth. Um, a lot of the things that really do happen in real life are all social engineering, you know, things where people make human errors and human mistakes. And, you know, like there's one movie that we did that we actually um, spent due diligence and care to make sure we had the information accurate as it was represented. And that's the, the movie black hat with Chris Hemsworth. Um, and it's just one of those action movies and everything else, but the cybersecurity components in that particular movie are pretty spot on and accurate from the standpoint. Well, there are, there is some, some leeway and fiction and stretch and some of the different things and creative liberties that you do in there. But the whole process of, um, you know, social engineering to steal a password by sending an email to somebody saying, hey, we talked, we noticed that you talked to an informant, we need you to change your password. Well, it's actually a phishing email that went through and when he clicked on the link, they were able to steal the password. So there's those elements that are accurate. Uh, same thing with like using a thumb drive to put in a key logger. Um, and then also some of the other different things about how industrial controllers, uh, SCADA systems and things like that are big risks into infrastructure. But then you get to these other different things where you say like, oh, you follow people down a wire or, you know, there's just some things that just really don't make sense, but they make for good stories. Even some movies and shows that have been the target of ridicule for years for their depictions of hacking may not have been as outlandish as you think. For example, Lex in Jurassic Park saying, It's a human system. The graphical user interface on the screen was actually a Silicon Graphics 3D file system navigator for IRIX, which is based on Unix. The Italian job showed a citywide hack of traffic infrastructure to turn all of the lights red, which was actually proven possible by a team of computer experts in 2014. The movie Hackers had depictions of users navigating through floating visual interfaces, 
accessed remotely via laptop, which might have seemed laughable at the time, but with modern VR, seems completely realistic. Most of these examples drop the ball in the execution. The goal of most movies and TV shows is to entertain, and realistic hacking in cybersecurity is, well, not so much. In the real world, hacks don't occur in a matter of seconds. Top secret documents aren't filed in desktop folders labeled top secret, and every group of friends doesn't have a member with extraordinary hacking skills. There's a lot of unknown and uncertainty out there, folks that may not be tech savvy, right? And so there's always this expectation that somebody's going to be able to hack a system and look at a security camera somewhere or be able to do other different things. And you don't understand how it happens, but you know it happens. And so that's kind of like the understanding and expectation that there is going to be that resource available inside your party or inside your character set, right? There's a lot of different variables that come into that. And sometimes, you know, you think, did they put that in there just because they don't know how to answer or take the story a certain way? Or is it really adding to it because, you know, there's an objective they're trying to get to. And instead of trying to educate the audience on all the different steps that go into it, it's, you know, get the high level and then just make it happen. And so some of the different things, like if you look at the movie um, Inception, right? Uh, you know, these people are hacking into people's brains per se, but they kind of give a very high level sci-fi explanation. And as the audience, you just accept it and that's what it does. And same thing when you think about these different heist kind of movies and things like that, or spy versus spy kind of components, you have this kind of expectation that they work for some sort of state department and that they have this skill set in order to circumvent these controls. Not realizing from a technologist perspective, when you see that, you know, like you throw up your hands like, oh, that's completely unrealistic. That would never happen. Well, that's because we're looking at the countermeasures and everything else that go into how that would you know, prevent something like that from happening. So a lot of times in the stories, they don't take into consideration that, you know, the intelligence on the other side to prevent those different things from happening. So, yes, it does appear that, you know, there are there's always that one person that is like the Wade and Kim Possible that is, you know, just on a computer screen that can hack into any system for you anytime you want, even though we know realism is, is that that's not necessarily the case. But it makes for great stories. So if movies and TV have the potential to inspire and influence, is it the storyteller's responsibility to be as accurate as possible, even to the detriment of an entertaining story? Yeah, that, that's a good question, because I think it really comes down to what is the story that's being Hold when you look through it, because um, there's a there's an understanding of realistic expectations. But if you're looking at realistic expectations, you know then why does Superman fly? But then there's the other dynamic that comes in that says, okay, well Batman can't fly, but he creates all this tech to do these great things to help continue on his journey as being a superhero. And so when we look at some of the different pieces of technology, especially cybersecurity or even artificial intelligence, a lot of it just has to do with the, the stories that they, they sent around from those different perspectives. So like when you look at something from the standpoint of um, iRobot, which is a great piece to talk about AI and technology and some of the other different things that go through those different pieces, it's pretty wildly out there on some of the ideas 
But because of the way the story kind of pulls it together, it makes it have this very plausible, realistic, futuristic viewpoint that that is definitely how something could be, right? And when you think about things like uh, that talk about future state, there's a whole open space that you can really do on the dynamics of how we're looking at security, how we're looking at technology, how we're looking at artificial intelligence. But then a lot of times those different creative ideas show up in real life today. A great example is when you look at the Star Trek arc, you know, early days of Star Trek, even though you look at the social uh, perspectives and political perspectives of the, the writing styles and having a very diverse crew, um, when you look at the technology, these video screens, which we have today, they had little plastic squares that they would drop into the computer for different types of informational artifacts. Well, that same size square is what led to the three and a half floppy disk because they wanted to replicate what was in science fiction. While certain aspects may be exaggerated or dramatized for entertainment value, many portrayals still contain elements of truth and reflect genuine cybersecurity concerns. While it's important to approach these depictions with a critical eye, dismissing them entirely as unrealistic may overlook the broader message they convey about the importance of cybersecurity and the evolving nature of cyber threats. Ultimately, while not all portrayals may be entirely accurate, they serve as valuable conversation starters and raise awareness about cybersecurity issues. Special thanks to Dan Meacham from Legendary Entertainment for his amazing insight into Hollywood hacking. Dan will be back in the next episode of Cloudcast, where we'll shift our focus to artificial intelligence on the silver screen. From sentient robots to virtual assistants, we'll examine how AI has captured our imaginations and shaped our perceptions. You can listen to Sky High Security Cloudcast on iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And if you've been enjoying Cloudcast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on your favorite platform and let us know what you think. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more listeners just like you. For more information about the podcast or Sky High Security's cloud security solutions, please visit skyhighsecurity.com.